Tennessee rye whiskey that I got while in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. It's our first try, actually. So, cheers. Cheers. To the first episode. Glad you're here. Glad to be here. Made the drive. Yeah, what'd you go to Tennessee for? I didn't. Uh, we didn't get there. You it's were, actually... You uh, were uh, drunk talking to me in a salt grass parking lot. Oh, yes, I do remember that. That day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I find our best conversations are when I'm drunk. Mm-hmm. But we went to Tennessee just as a vacation. And actually, we went there for the first time two years ago, and it was literally our favorite vacation. There's so many fun things there. And I just like the natural appeal of it. And this time we took our, I took my mother-in-law and I took our daughter and it was a great time. We saw a bear in really like real life. Like there's a bear literally across the street. Really? From us. It could have hopped across the street and killed us. (laughs) Cool. Which I didn't really realize that at first, but then I tried to get my daughter out of the car and she was not a fan at all. (laughs) She started crying immediately. Wait, you didn't realize what? A bear could kill you? Yeah, well, you always see them at a zoo or whatever, (laughs) just behind the glass. And so you don't think, oh, yeah, this if I were to see this thing in the wild, it would literally murder me. Yeah. I just saw a brown, uh, a bear across the street and... uh, I was like, oh, that's cool. And like just, you know, dumb tourists like, yeah. oh, hey, how close can I get to this thing? See what happens. I, you know, we're from Texas. Yes. So I had also never like considered bears before. And then, uh, you know, me and a person that we won't talk about uh, went to, we went camping in uh, Rocky Mountain National Park. Mm-hmm. And you get there, and they're just like, basically, like, there are bears out there. And you have to have, like, a bear canister. And, like, I grew up, my dad and I went, like, primitive camping a bunch in Texas. And it was, like, the worst thing was maybe, like, an armadillo digging in your tent. Or rattlesnake, right? No, Rattlesnakes, yeah. Yeah, but, like, if you're sleeping in your tent at night, you're fine. But I would just lay there at night like a bear could just come yeah. stomp me right now. So I was talking <laughs> about this with your girlfriend earlier. Yeah. Top top predators, okay? There's two different classifications, land and sea predators, yeah. okay? Yeah. I said, without a doubt, number one land predator is a bear. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, people might say a lion, a tiger... Yeah. But a bear, number one. I've seen yeah. these things just swipe down and break a moose's back with one swipe. Jeez. <laughs> I, I was, yeah, to me, like, who cares about a lion? But that also, that may have something to do with, like, where we live, you know? True. Like, it's true. I'm not going to see a lion on vacation, but I don't know. I guess if we were, like, out... In Africa. some hut in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> it, might, it might be a real problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I just don't see how uh, you beat a bear. They're they're number one for me. I mean, you can ask. I'm not going to argue. Yeah. I'll buy that. So you had, a, you had a question when we were talking about doing this. I did. You put together uh, some, some convo starters. Yeah. So like I told Joe... I am not a very attractive person. So whenever I was in... Debatable. Well, I mean, come on. Let's be honest here. Uh, When I was in middle school and I learned that I like girls and they were pretty and I wanted to talk to them. What are you bragging? Well, and then I realized I was not very pretty and they probably didn't want to talk to me. (laughs) I knew that I had to come up with some good conversation starters. Because I couldn't just say, hey, that algebra test was pretty difficult, huh? And then she would talk to me because she'd just look at me like I was a weirdo. So I came up with some good questions to talk to girls. And I guess this is the first one that we decided upon. <laughs> Wait, before before we hear the question, what... Uh, 
Can we can we hear the story of the girl that you tried this question on? Yeah. Um, so I think her name was Allison, if I'm not mistaken. And Sounds I asked like what? Well, <laughs> she may have been. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, all the pretty ones were back in the day, you know, but um, I back in I, the day. Same. <laughs> so I, I asked her this question, and this was honestly not one of my better questions because you know, you you don't have life experience when you're twelve. You don't. I mean, you don't have a lot of sentences that you have said when you were twelve. So I really don't even remember her answer, but. Uh, the question was, when was the last time you said a phrase or sentence for the first time? Joe, that question is posed to you. Me? Yes. I'm going first? Yeah, you're starting it off. All right. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, don't, I guess there was a first time I said every phrase or sentence, <clears throat> but... Um, I guess the one that is memorable enough was, um, I don't know, year doesn't matter, but way back when uh, I went to visit, it was a few years out of high school, in college, um, and one of my best friends uh, dropped out of high school, uh, dropped out of college. (laughs) (laughs) My cousin dropped out of high school, not my best friend. (laughs) <laughs> I'll just flame him how right now. Doing? How are they doing now? Pretty well? I mean, you tell me. <laughs> you, you know them. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, best friend dropped out of college, joined the Marines. Um, and so we did, uh, I went to visit him back at his family's house. And uh, he was, you know staying there, hanging out, seeing the family before he shipped off to boot camp. And we went out, it was my last night there. Uh, We went out and got shaboingered. Torched. Yeah. Uh, and, And ended up, we had to walk back home. I don't, honestly, I don't remember the reason why. Uh, but we had to walk from wherever the hell we were in BFE Delaware uh, back to other BFE Delaware where yeah. his parents' house was. Um, and we got there. It was like, I don't know, four in the morning. Um, and his mom is a nurse. And so at the time, she was working like weird hours. Yeah. Um, and she was up when we got home, which we were not, you know, totally accounting for in all of our plans. Uh-oh. Um, thought we had like made it to bed without alerting her, thought we like skirted the ordeal. Anyway, we did not. She came just like bright eyed. She's a little nuts. Sorry, friend's mom. But uh, she just comes out wide-eyed like stares at us like trying to sleep on the couch she's like oh you guys are home i didn't know if i would get to see you before i went to work you're leaving joe and christian leaves tomorrow for boot camp here i got him a cake um and i was so drunk this is at 4 a.m at 4 a.m yeah his mom is not Totally, you know, she's great. I love her. She's like the nicest person I've ever met. But I don't know. I think like the 60s, 70s were good to her or something. A little too good. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, she made us get up. We talked to her. We were both so drunk that we were like, why don't we just sit down here in the hall and chat? Yeah. Uh, so we did. She just sat down with us. She was like, "Yeah, yeah what, a, is what a idea! Yeah. What a reasonable request!" Yeah. Right here. Uh, sat down, 
I don't know, I passed out and just leaned up against the wall. Christian woke me up and was like, hey, that cake. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, yeah, the cake. Uh, so we went in the kitchen. His mom was already in, like, the nurse, the scrubs, everything, yeah. ready to go. Um, one of, you know, the tools they have, you know, the little, like, flashlight oh, thing yes. they keep in yeah. their, like, mm -hmm. pocket. Yeah, so she had that and had that on. Um, I was brazen enough to, like, I told her, <laughs> Miss X, <laughs> you look drunk. We know we need to give you a sobriety test. And I yanked that out of her pocket and like did her eyes. Yep. And she straight up asked me, like, am I sober? <laughs> I was like, yeah. And then I told her, you do me and made her check me. And I was like, so am I sober? She told me yes. <laughs> Got him. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I swear I'm getting to the phrase. We're, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. Um, so she pulls out the cake and, you know, she really wants us to see this cake she had made. Yes. And yeah, I mean, it was very sweet. She's great lady. A precious lady. Um, pulls out the cake. And the cake just says, Simperfy, Christian. Yeah, and Marines. Yeah, Marine thing. And um, my drunk head oh, gosh. was like, and I thought that everyone would understand what I was saying. Here we go. Um, and also, you know I hate movies. We were just talking about this earlier. I, I honestly, I don't know what movie this is from, but I know that a famous line from a movie yes. is Simperfy, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you know the movie. It's some, I don't know. Maybe I do not. Doom? I don't know. Sure. Um, <laughs> it's going to sound like a fucking thousand-year-old man here. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Anyway, I just had that in my head, like, simplify, motherfucker. <laughs> and I couldn't articulate all the Naturally. the reference yeah. to anything as my, like, eyelids are involuntarily closing on me. And I just, like, leaned up against the, the counter in the kitchen and just like slurringly at his mom just said this cake should say fuck on it <laughs> and, and her response was oh i didn't think of that <laughs> she's She's precious. What yeah. a sweet lady. Yeah, yeah. I don't deserve her. <laughs> no, this world doesn't deserve her. <laughs> no. I guarantee you her son does not deserve her. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. a very original sentence. So that's, yeah, that's my that's my line. Well, here we go. Okay. Yeah, let's hear it. I'm going to Quentin Tarantino this. Okay. <laughs> More than I just did. God. I'm going to tell you the phrase first. And then I'll go in to where it came about. Okay. So the phrase like is, well, it's her butthole. Cool. Never said that before in my life until this very <laughs> moment. Well, not this one right. other moment. Past moment. <laughs> uh, That's cool. So, I like buttholes. All right. So I don't know if you're aware of these wipes that people use after they go number two mm -hmm. okay so there's these wipes that you use if you go to the restroom and then you get a little cleaner wipe action. do you use these i used to actually i just switched over to a bidet oh, God. you need to try it out you're one of those i swear i swear it's it's amazing you put a bidet in your house i installed the bidet in my house yes and a full-on bidet. Are you talking like a hose you know, it's squirter? A hose oh, okay. To the toilet. Yes. I mean, it's still. Yeah, 
it's it's amazing. It'll change your life. All right. Yeah. <laughs> the guy always telling me he doesn't like butthole stuff. Okay. Likes a bidet. It's amazing. <laughs> it, I, I'm just telling you, it's a cleaner cleaner feeling than your normal. Because you're just smearing shit whenever you got the other stuff. You know what I mean? Like it's not. It's not. It's not. I, good. I mean, the you smear it till the paper comes <laughs> out white. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty white paper. Surely it would pick up on any traces. Surely. Yeah, there's there's no there's nothing wrong with that logic at all. Yeah. Sorry, Anyways, sorry to derail. We have you. these these wipes, but the they're called moist wipes. So you got to keep them moist in order for them to work. You got to keep them moist. Yeah, yeah. So there there's a thing and there's a tab. You open it up. And, you know, to get the wipe out, but when you're done, you need to close the lid, okay? Or mm-hmm. else it dries out, and it's just oh, a, yeah, it's yeah. just a piece of toilet paper. At that point, it dries out. Yeah. So I close them whenever I'm done using them, but my wife does not, okay? Every time I go into the bathroom, it's, it's open. Dry as a rock, okay? And so, like, what? Why does she do this? Why, why can't she just close the lid? Sorry. Whoa, bless you. <laughs> Sorry. Why can't you just close the lid? And I, every time I go in there and I see What's it, so just, hard about the lid? Yeah, it's a good question. It's a good question why they can't put the toilet paper back on the toilet roll when they're done. <laughs> they, they, just, they just don't do it. I, Who is they? Women. <laughs> women do not uh, do that. They didn't have a talk with your wife. They have a lot of talks with them. Why does the toilet paper come off the holder to begin with? Yeah. So every time I would go in there and be like, why didn't she close it? Why didn't she close it? So finally I just said, well, it's her butthole. So (laughs) that is where that (laughs) phrase came from. (laughs) Yeah. It's her butthole. And then I said in my head, like, hmm. I don't think I've ever said that phrase before in my life until this very second. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> First podcast. That's, uh, did you? What? Uh, how the conversation? Have you ever addressed? Oh this? No, 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 no! I never. I would never <laughs> say that to her, to her face. Luckily, she doesn't know how to listen to podcasts. <laughs> so hopefully, we're in the clear. Unless somebody writes me out. Oh, man. <laughs> Your wife is getting just torched. Right I mean, now. It's not a bad. I mean, <laughs> she just doesn't close the little top onto it. I mean, it's just I don't I don't understand it. I don't get it. It's the whole it's defeating the whole purpose of the wipe itself. You got to keep it moist. But well, I, the problem seems to me that it's not just her butthole. Mm. It's your butthole too, right? Mm. That suffers. True. Some uh, yeah, whenever if the wipes dry out, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all our problem. You got a butthole. <laughs> I mean, we got dry buttholes. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's bad. It's not good. It's not a good problem. Now, do you like a wet butthole? <laughs> I mean, it makes it easier. A wet wipe. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It does make for it a dry easier. butthole. Yes. As opposed, but now problem solved. Got a bidet. So if there's any bidet companies out there that want to sponsor the podcast, <laughs> to this story, we're here. This have you gone to my bathroom? I have gone to your bathroom. Did you see this? By the way, we didn't just meet each other. I I'm living in a new house. Yes. That Adam is coming to for the first time. But this this bathroom has the hose thing. And this, I, I saw. Okay, I saw that whenever I peed, and I was like, "Huh, I don't." I mean, I guess you could use that after you go to the bathroom, but maybe it's just like an attachment to wash the cat or something. I don't wash the cat. I don't know. I, I mean, <laughs> what else is the purpose of? The, I mean, that's that's getting real. I don't. I didn't put it there. Oh, okay. it's it's a, I mean, it's a rent house, so like, there's no way I'm ever touching it. But. Oh, got it. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, there's an attachment on his toilet that is like a sprayer you would have for a shower. Riddle me that. I've never seen that before in my life. You spray it on her butthole. I guess so. <laughs> 
mean, I, I get it. I like the merits. I mean, that's. I don't. I don't get. You should try it out. I don't Probably understand. Change your life. What do you do then? Like, then you just toilet, like, wad a toilet paper and try to dry it out? Or yeah, you, you just, just walk pat, around with a no, wet pot dry. You just pat dry and you're good. I'm telling you, it'll take your life. Know. Come over to my house, try my bidet. All you people, it's amazing. <laughs> Why? I've, and this people always say this: it'll change your life. Like, what kind of dookies are you walking around with in your butthole before a bidet? Because I don't like the status of my butthole. Uh, hasn't I, changed much. Hasn't changed your life at all. No, I, I can't imagine. I mean, it's, it's something we all do, you know. I mean, but why not, have a, <laughs> why not have a clean butthole as opposed to just aimlessly wiping until you get white toilet paper? The problem is you're wasting all the clean buttholes coming out of your house from what you've told me. <laughs> well, I'm not wasting anything. <laughs> I, I mean... Me and Cody I'm trying to get you on board. It's never going to happen. <laughs> I promise it will never, ever happen. Prude. So how is the whiskey? It's good. It's gone. And it's good. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> like, I, I'm just it's sitting, great. sipping on it. And it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's so good. I love it. I wish bourbon slash whiskey did not have such a terrible effect on my body. Eh, it's debatable. Yeah, well, I mean, for me, it is. <laughs> I'm also pretty sure it's not debatable for anyone. <laughs> Apparently, there is a chemical in whiskey that it gets from the charred barrel that is very difficult for your liver to process. Oh, so really? That is why. Huh. You have worse hangovers with bourbon or whiskey or even like stouts. Hmm. Because they, they do those in a charred barrel. It's something I've never, I don't know, I've never known, like people talk about worse hangovers. <clears throat> do you not like, get hangovers? Oh, I get hangovers, oh, okay. I but saying. I don't notice a difference between like what I drink and mm. the hangover. Gotcha. I gotcha. Well, because now I'm on, I'm on like a day drinking type thing you know i can't i can't drink past like six o'clock even though i'm breaking the rule tonight yeah it's yeah it's gonna be a party tonight yeah it's gonna be a good time tonight i'll probably hate myself tomorrow but well, you'll also be night. asleep by like 10 30 that is true <laughs> i have work at eight o'clock in the morning tomorrow yes what yes adam yep <laughs> it is things i do for this podcast adam. yep come on it's happening God. So I gotta wait. I don't deserve you. I'm waking up at six in the morning and driving back and working four hours. You better uh, hurry up and get hammered. That's the plan. That is the plan. <laughs> but it, like day drinking, I'll drink. I'll drink vodka sodas all day. You know, little uh, lime sparkling water and vodka. Mm-hmm. Drink those from twelve to five. And I'll be straight. I'll be good. No problems. I love vodka soda. It's, yeah, it's that's my that's that's my go-to. That's that's not good. Maybe right. even over that's beer right. nowadays. It's weird. Like, alcohol is uh, it's a good tool. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you use it right, like a lot of things, it's a good tool. I don't know. Growing up, I just always thought of it as a bad thing. You know? What I mean? Yeah. But oh yeah. Yeah. Do your parents drink? Yeah, they, I mean, not as much as I do, but they they don't look down upon it or anything like that. They they drink. Uh, Mine did not. Yeah. Really? <clears throat> no. Totally dry household. Really. And they, my mom still hides it from her parents that she drinks for real. High this hand is, and pop. This is the mom that did Friday night shots with us. Yeah. And the dad that killed himself <laughs> with alcoholism. Yeah. That is a sad story. Yeah. Just a little light topic yeah, here on a topic. Friday night. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who's who's uh, actually his suitcase full of things that he left Joe 
I'm actually sitting my bourbon upon right mm-hmm. now. Which I think it's come full circle. I think his ashes may or may not be in there. Don't, I don't know. Don't tell me that. <laughs> but I mean, actually, it's a good thing. I, I mean, I love, I love your dad. He's a good dude. I'm glad. Yeah, him. we had a. Uh, that was a fun day shooting with oh him. Oh my gosh, there is nothing better on this planet than some dudes throwing clays, drinking some beers, shooting shotguns. Mm-hmm. It is perfect way to spend a day. Yeah. We haven't done it in a while. Someday, maybe Someday. you'll beat me. <laughs> but, yeah. It would be nice. Until then. Until then. You can beat me with the, the hand throws. Oh, yeah. You're a garbage. <laughs> I, I think my four-year-old daughter could beat you with those hand throws. <laughs> uh. Well, until uh, when we were at your land <clears throat> the last time with yeah. Cody. And... Uh, I don't, what were we doing? Like each of us would shoot five. Yeah, like we, I'd throw throw six. Whoever got the best out of six, the loser would have to chug a beer or something like that. Yeah, I think I had to shotgun like four beers, and then I was like, "You guys weren't winning." <laughs> I was just big boom. Ah, uh, it's the best. Also, it would help if Adam wouldn't throw them directly at me. Is that a bad thing? <laughs> Just getting you prepared. For, for what? I don't know. It's a bird. Every bird attack. Flew directly at you while you yeah, yeah. had your shotgun. Have you been bird hunting? I've never before? been bird hunting. Yeah. I, I mean, I want to go. Have you been any sort of hunting? Uh, hog hunting, yes. Hog hunting is, is great because you don't really have to worry about where you hit them. Because they're they're technically a nuisance, uh-huh. so you can hit them wherever you want. I mean, just you get a whole pack, you just spray and pray, and it is what it is. But yeah, hog hunting, a lot of fun. You should try it. I would love to. I've never hunted. Try it out. Let's do it. Um, shit, what was I gonna ask you? Should we discuss some world topics? <clears throat> Go for it. Anything, I'll, anything big going on lately? I have no idea. Uh, I haven't. You really have no idea? The last thing I like watched the election. Yeah. Oh, I was telling my girlfriend this just yesterday, I think, because I got a, a news alert on my phone that um, I don't know what all their like weird political parties are or whatever, but Boris Johnson told whatever the House of Commons, I don't know, Mm -hmm. that uh, there was going to be a no-deal Brexit. And my comment was, didn't that happen? I thought there was going to be a no-deal Brexit. Like, Yeah, and so my whole thing is like, yeah, I think it will be a disaster, but like, Let's go. Come on already. Let's see the disaster. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for a disaster. Okay. Can, fill me in here. What ex- exactly is Brexit? <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> Just lob that up to I me. Know. <laughs> yeah. I honestly don't know. Yeah. So the UK is part of the European Union. Right. Right. Which is um, a neutral and mutually beneficial economic zone with open borders right all of even though they're independent countries they all have equal i don't know about rights i don't know i don't know if europe has rights but (laughs) they have they're all like equally part of this zone with the same currency, open borders. Mm. There's no, okay. even though they're citizens of their specific country, they all have free roam go within the countries. You no can problem. live in it, you can work in it. Oh, no, so like no visas or anything right. like that. Okay. Right. And so if they leave, then it will go back to, you know, they are Great Britain. And so, you know, oh, so that's what Brexit is. We're trying to get out of that. Get out of the European Union. Mm. 
Okay. And so, you know, there's a ton of great British citizens who are living in other countries in the European Union, vice versa, and just like instantly they would be, you know, they would be subject to the normal visa tourist, whatever, yeah. yeah. And then all the business and commercial aspects that come with that. And I don't know what they are, but um, I also know part of it is, and I don't know how, hey, I'm ignorant, but... uh, There's only so much you can know. Yeah, somehow it like eased the tensions between the border of North, Northern Ireland and other Ireland. Sure. <laughs> main, main Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how that works. Uh, but that's like one of the big concerns is that because Northern Ireland, uh, Northern Ireland, Southern Ireland, one of them is part of Great Britain. So if they leave, uh, there will be a hard border again between the two Irelands. Okay. And there's like, you know, obvious concern right. that it'll go back to the the violence and the, you know, whatever. I don't know. I'm not, yeah. I'm not a history major. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Anyway, my whole thing is like, come on, like, let's see something interesting. I was, I was promised with our election, there was going to be like a coup and all this shit. And like, honestly, I've been working like 24 hours straight. So I don't know uh, who's the president right now. I don't know. Well, it's, I mean, it's still Donald Trump currently until they do the electoral college thing and blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. It's, uh... But, like, let's let's just see some anarchy already. Come on. Why do you want to see that? (laughs) Why not? I don't know. I don't have much going on, so... But, I mean, you... Joe, see, that's the thing. Like, you are an anarchist, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't, you know... To some extent... Give me the definition of an anarchist, and I will tell you if I am one. Uh, anarchists, there's no rules, <laughs> no central rule, no government. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, there there is a lot more, there's a lot more organization within anarchy, and it... Huh, that kind of defeats the whole purpose of anarchy, though, right? Well, as you defined it. Okay. But that's not the definition What of is it. the definition, then? Enlighten me, please. Well, I'm not going to give a definition. Okay. <laughs> I'd say, you give it to me and I'll tell you. But, uh, no, it focuses on community, local organization, mutual support among members of a community that have mutual interests with one another and that some sort of hierarchical, thanks for the whiskey, (laughs) Um, some sort of, you know, regimented powerful structure existing over us that we have little control of telling us what to do and making us abide by their rules is not in our best interest Hmm. so it's not it's not the violence and chaos that a lot of people associate with it uh, that can come with you know that that can happen in anarchist movements, but right. that's not the goal or the idea. Um, it really focuses on more local support and developing communities that take care of each other. And, hmm. you know. So, how come that has never happened? How come all these anarchist movements? Like the chop zones in Portland, I would think that would resemble an anarchist movement. Yeah, yeah. 
Why did that turn awful? Well, because it's a new thing. Mm. You know, like capitalism was new at one point. Okay. You know, I mean, we came out of feudalism, you know, at the time. I'm sure no one, you know, except the commoners wanted to come out of feudalism. You know, it benefits people. Right. It does, yeah. And this is the whole, you're going to get me started on this whole thing. This is a good thing to get started on, though, so let's roll. The argument is always, why hasn't it worked? Why hasn't it worked? Okay, yeah. But because there are very powerful forces right capitalism is the new feudalism they just shifted it some Mm. and gave us a little rights to pacify us but it's still the same class of people is that really what you think though yeah absolutely but i don't see how you can say that when everyone has an equal opportunity do you not think everyone has an equal opportunity in this economy? No. Absolutely not. But, like, look at... I mean, Jeff Bezos. I mean, he started that company from the ground up. He's like, he came from a wealthy family, and now he's the richest dude on the planet. And that is capitalism. Do you not think? Yeah, but this is my thing. Like, why are you so hooked on Jeff Bezos as opposed to the many other people who are suffering under capitalism? Because you're way closer to those people suffering under it than you are to Jeff Bezos. Oh, for sure. Like, the Jeff Bezos thing is a pipe dream. Oh, I mean, it is, but it isn't. But we see people from very poor backgrounds and broken homes and all that, like making it in capitalism because they came up with a good idea or they, they are an artist or they're very good at sports. They made it in capitalism because of that. You can come from any walk of life and make it. You can, but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm very intrigued. This because is, this is good. Yeah. People, I feel like this is always the like, the conceit of this argument is it's capital capitalism which works and we've proved it works or there's all these other things and who knows if they work okay right but why capitalism works and you can point to the extreme beneficiaries of it and you can point to us and say we're very comfortable. Exactly. Well, you just point to U.S. in general. Why does everyone want to come to the U.S.? Because they feel they have an equal opportunity. Right. Because, at least in my opinion, we are in late stage capitalism now okay. where you have to continue producing and manufacturing and selling. And that has to get the cost of that has to keep getting cheaper and cheaper and the cost of the goods have to keep getting cheaper and cheaper and somehow you've got to achieve that we're getting you know arguably we're getting wealthier as a country and so those to get it cheaper you've got to push that somewhere else and You've got to keep making a bunch of shit no one wants, too. Or, like, I don't know, toy companies. Yeah, you know, yeah. Look at all the just shit and packaging. Well, somebody wants them. Someone's buying them. That's, that's, the, that's the ideal behind capitalism, though. If you're, if you're producing something that no one wants, then no one's going to buy it in your business. But they're not because they keep, if you keep pushing the price down, which they've done, uh-huh. like, things cost virtually... We're talking very broadly, very but broad terms, yes. you can, we have gotten to the point where there are items that can be produced for virtually nothing and we don't want them here. They sit in dollar stores and 99 cent stores and warehouses. Okay. And then when no one buys them there, look, there are, that's all the shit just piled in marketplaces and india and you know we're just shipping the stuff 
that they made that no one wants. Really? Yeah. You think that's what's going on? Mm-hmm. You think, but do you think a legitimate company could survive doing that? Yeah. How? If they're if no one's buying their stuff, how? Because it costs nothing. They can still get something for it. But you're saying that no one's buying it. So how? Yeah, that... we send it back to them and let them buy it, and it's way cheaper. But this is like a. I'm, I mean, look at the most of the more profitable com- companies that we have. That's not that is not the case. Yeah, I mean, don't get me started on that. I mean, I'll get you started on anything. That's what we're here for. What's the? Okay, what are, what are we talking about? I don't know. Uh, Samsung. Samsung is that a big profitable company? I don't know. Yes, of course it is. I mean, yeah, but it's not. I mean, if you're talking like major, like the major market cap in the U.S. Uh-huh market today it's technology companies oh yeah big tech for sure but yeah don't get me started so on there's that. no product there that's a huge bubble it's nothing it's a huge bubble is what it is for sure like, all right this. but why is tech but that's that's the next thing hmm. we're gonna bring manufacturing back to america who cares no one fucking wants manufactured items you, 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 what do you mean you got manufactured things all around here I mean, what are you talking about? People want manufactured things. People have to have things in their hands. Not everything is just big tech. Well, sure. And the things that made the things that you're sitting on, like that had to be manufactured. But that's not like we're not. So America is going to lead the way into the future that is entirely tech related by making bar stools and desks no i'm not saying that but i'm just i don't know what what you're trying to get at yeah i mean you ask me i'm just saying capitalism is great if you have a great idea for sure you can make money right Sure. I mean, I'm not arguing that, but I don't know if that's a great thing. I mean, the fact that Mark Zuckerberg is a billionaire and our economy is, you know, entirely tech focused. I don't know. Yeah, I can get a job and I can work for him. No, I'm not saying that's a good thing. For sure. That's not a good thing. I don't I don't think big tech is a good thing for the U.S. population just because of what it does to our psyche. I don't think it's a good thing. And like I said, I think it's a bubble. The reason they are the biggest, they have the biggest market cap is because of these highly inflated stock prices, but they don't have anything tied to them. I I think it's a bubble, but I don't know. It's great. I I see what you're, you're trying to say. So what's the alternative? I guess I'll pose that. What is the alternative? Well, that I don't know, which is also the frustration with having some sort of view other than capitalism yeah. is like, I've, I've got to be like the economic genius that has the answer. No one's come up with, right. you know, well, in I, the history of man. The reason why no one's come up with that. Cause it's, there's not a better, I mean, what, what is a better way than having people do the best to make the most money that they can so that they succeed and their customers get what they want. Like what, what would be better than that? I just don't, I I mean, I have two answers, I guess, uh, like a, a practical one and just a theoretical one. Theoretically, it's preposterous to me to say that things cannot get better, that we have like, as a human race achieved the abs, we have come up with the best idea and there's like no, no improving upon it. No, there's always room for improvement for sure. But I think you are not taking into the, the account that people 
at their nature are very sinful people. <laughs> this was the argument on the other podcast. <laughs> it's true. Which is crazy because all you Christians make this argument and you tell me that sin is bad, sin but is then bad. you tell me that capitalism is good because it allows people it to benefit from sin. No, that is not what capitalism does. That's what you just said. I did not say that. <laughs> I just said, said people are sinful, so, I mean, some people are going to benefit from sin, but that doesn't mean everybody's going to benefit from sin. I mean, but then what's the argument? What's the argument about people are sinful then well people are sinful and i mean i think you're taking examples of the sinful side of capitalism where you're not looking at the good side of capitalism people working hard producing a great product at a lower price so the customers can buy that product that they want so it's a win-win well yeah but What's i would about that i would say the same thing with whatever alternative economic system capitalists are criticizing. What would that be? Let's give it a title. What would that be? I mean, I don't know. Socialism is the other big one. I mean, we can label it that. What do you, but that's always the argument is you point to, you know, well, first of all, there's no differentiation ever in the argument. If you say socialism, then it's communism. And then it's, you know, we'll look at Russia, look at, you know, Stalin. Oh, you want to be in Stalin's Russia? Stalin was evil. Like, there's other examples. Venezuela, Argentina. Don't get me started on Venezuela. Okay, well. (laughs) Venezuela has not, I'm going to get myself started on it. Yeah. Socialism is not what has wreak havoc in venezuela okay. it's our intervention Whoa. in venezuela but that's that's another <laughs> so what is your idea of socialism and how it would work in the u.s economy here's the this is the point i always make i'll sound like a broken record and you know when i say no one's heard you say this before so you're not gonna someone has (laughs) when i when i say socialism i'm not talking about like stalin jr comes in and you know kills everyone and does land reforms and we all just eat bread and water but why not implement aspects of it for example you know that i am a tax accountant yes you i used to be in a former life were yes which is how we met yes uh i'm, I'm very grateful that i was a tax accountant because i got to meet joe but it is not how i want to live my life couldn't cut and it joe okay <laughs> i got I got a pretty good rating while I was there, right? I got promoted, okay? So I wasn't as good as you, but... I'm kidding. Yeah. Yeah, it's not how I want to live my life either. And seeing Joe makes me just know that that is not how I wanted to live my life. I'm glad I can be an example for someone. Yes, you can be. But, so, we met, I still work at a very large one of the big four public accounting right. firms you know we are in houston have also done a lot of work out of the west coast uh, right. bay area office uh-huh. have been doing it for 10 years now working on major multinational corporations in 10 years 10 years oh my gosh yeah crazy. yeah um But in the 10 years that I have worked on, you know, we'll we'll drop some names just so people understand, like the Chevrons, the uh, big tech companies. I won't name any because that may get too specific. Um, Anyway. These These are billion, billion, billion dollar companies. Yeah. Upstream oil and gas oil field services all the big technology 
in the 10 years I have been doing this, I have personally on my individual tax return paid more taxes to the U.S. government than any of the clients that I have worked on combined have. And that doesn't sit right with me. That doesn't, yeah, you can make money and get rich, but that there's a certain amount of suppression that's going on there. Why is that suppression when these people are employing millions of people? How is that suppression? So they don't have to pay any tax. They get to make <laughs> hundreds of millions of dollars right. and have no that. worries in their lives whatsoever. They're using that money to pay employees. No, they're not. I'm talking about their per the personal amounts they make off of it. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Like what's what's a few hundred million less to one of them? Right. In what they get out of their company that goes to taxes that could help to support you know, no one likes government funded programs but you know why why do people need to go hungry and not have any sort of assistance whatsoever so that you know i don't know joe blow who and it's a very it's tough, it's tough joe i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest it's just tough because you can't you can't legislate where people should give their money charitably right you can't but that's always the argument is that we shouldn't tax people because people should be able to make their money and you should rely on should private tax. charity to support people but then yeah but then you can't legislate it but this, I think it all comes down to somewhat of personal responsibility as well. Do you not think that some people should, I don't, I, it's tough with government assistance and all that. I, uh, I believe in the merits of the government assistance. Someone needs help while they're looking for a job. Yes, that, I mean, that's great. But then. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of people take advantage of that system. Uh, it's debatable how many people that right. is. Well, well, I'm, not, I'm not even talking about, you know, whatever, welfare. Right. Okay. There, why not? Like, why does it cost me $30,000 a year to go to a public university to get a degree that I can't get a job without? Uh, you know, I, a certain kind of job. Well, I'll tell you why it costs that much money. Because those loans are subsidized by the government. So once that started happening, colleges started raising rates because they knew that those loans were going to be guaranteed by the government. Mm -hmm. So that's why it costs so much money to go to universities now. And you have people going to universities because they think they're supposed to. And they don't really know what they want to do or they're getting a degree in history where they know they're not going to use it. Then they graduate and they got $200,000 in debt. And that's terrible. I mean, you, like if you're listening to this, not everybody has to go to college. Okay. <laughs> that's and so ridiculous. How's that ridiculous? <laughs> How is that ridiculous? Not everyone needs to go to college. Like I, I have a master's degree. Okay, and I'm saying not everyone has to go to college. Like, don't just go to college just to go to college. Like, if you're going for to be a tax accountant, to be a lawyer, to be an engineer, of course you have to go to a university. But it, there's nothing wrong with having a job where you go from eight to five and you just go home and you get to <laughs> just. That's so weird. That. Like, why? I I just why don't understand the defense. Why are you so defensive of Jeff Bezos having $50 billion or whatever it is while you're telling people you, know, you should be a plumber and like straight by on money, plumber? Okay? Uh, plumbers you, make a lot of money. Come on. I look it up. They make a this lot is of money. A, I'm okay. Plumber. 
All right, plumbers are billionaires too. Not so billionaires. Whatever. They make decent money. What do you want? I, and they're not strapped with construction worker. Um, flip burgers. But, like why? Why defend? Okay, so what the, is that? What is that person who's flipping burgers now? What What would they? What else would they do? In your scenario, what are they going to be a musical composer? Are they going to like be an engineer? I don't. Like, so you're telling like, me that they have, they were destined to I'm flip just, burgers? I'm just saying, like, not everything is tied to your job. Like, you can find happiness not being tied to your job. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, sure. I, I we weren't talking about happiness, but I do think there. I think there is a certain amount of suffering in having to scrape by, not being able to make it, making ends meet. Like that—that that is not like. That's my point. Why are you telling people they need to be happy with that? Over well, Jeff Bezos gets one billion less dollars. So what are you saying? Like Jeff Bezos shouldn't make that much money? Yeah, I, I mean, but why not? He's working incredibly hard why? to build what he has built. I don't. You, construction workers don't work incredibly hard. Everybody, yeah, everybody works hard, so everyone should. Okay, so the, that's an of, invalid argument. Then that Jeff Bezos deserves it because he works hard. I Why doesn't you, a construction worker deserve thirty billion dollars? You, you transpose that construction worker. And put him in Jeff Bezos's shoes for a day. He couldn't handle it. He would not want that job. You imagine being Jeff Bezos? Like every five minutes of your day is probably planned out with some meeting, something you got to think of. You got to do this, got to do that. Every single second of your day is tied up with that. But this is so stupid. So we're going to base our entire government and economic system on the concept that like... You should just be happy. You can be happy if you're eating rats and living in a gutter. Because you could, right? <laughs> like you. What do you propose then? Every like everyone makes the same amount of money. No, I've all I've proposed it a hundred times already. What is it? Pay some more taxes. Pay fund people so to do where things. That, where does that Why? go to? That money goes to this person who. Yeah. Does it work as hard as this other person? You don't think that's theft? It's very, there's no correlation between hard work there and money. I, there are no more hours in the day I could have worked this past week. I know Jeff Bezos didn't work more hours than I worked this I week. I don't know. I, I slept eight hours in five days. Okay. I, it's that, impossible. Is that year, is that year round? Uh, yeah. No, it's okay. not. But I guarantee you, Jeff Bezos is year round. I guarantee you, he doesn't. He had an idea. We're going to get Jeff Bezos on this podcast. And he's going to tell us. It's, it's the privatization of an idea. It is not related to hard work. I'm not saying there's... Uh, there are hard workers in every single occupation out there there are for sure and here's the thing okay I, so i work in an industry where i employ people who you know make around minimum wage okay a little bit above minimum wage all right and these these people they they work hard they come to work sometimes you know like this people the people that make this type of money like they do not have what it takes to do what Jeff Bezos does the Jeff Bezos thing that's like an example and not everyone should be a billionaire right I'm just saying but what so what what amount of money is enough I don't you keep these are impossible questions that doesn't mean anything no economic system is based off of what amount of money is enough. We could be, we could live under socialism. Do you know that it what, wouldn't? What amount of money, like there is 
like marginal returns on happiness, you know, what amount of money people make per year or after that, the happiness does not get any bigger. I don't. This is a red herring. $70,000. Okay, so then we should make Jeff Bezos have $70,000 and we should make sure every single other fucking person in this country has $70,000. That's Because I know they don't. So there's your answer. Just for just here's $70,000 a year for nothing. Yeah. I, no, I'm being facetious, but what do you want me to do with that number? That's ridiculous. You're telling me you don't need money while you're defending some guy's right to have so much money. I'm just saying, you don't understand what it's, what it's like to have a business and to employ people and to deal with people on a day-to-day basis, it's it's incredibly difficult. I can't imagine all- Okay, the... so why shouldn't you have $30 billion? Because I didn't come up with Amazon. Like, that's why, because I didn't come up with the idea of Amazon. I hate that we're stuck on Amazon. Okay. It's not well, Amazon. Whatever, I don't it, care. It's... I didn't come up with the iPhone. I'm not Steve Jobs. Like, that's why, because I'm not LeBron James. I can't play in the He's NBA. That's, Steve Jobs. That's James. that's why I'm not LeBron James. I can't play in the NBA. No one wants to see me shoot a basket. Like that's that's why because people don't care. I just disagree. I don't think there's any reason for people to have to live uncomfortably in but our here's society. The here's the thing. Where's the personal responsibility at that point? You see a problem, okay? I saw I saw a problem. But you just said that people work incredibly hard they and do work hard. don't make m- money to live comfortably. But so I, what does personal responsibility people, have to do with it? These people okay, look, I see I see these, these people that that I employ, they eat out every day. Okay. okay. They spend money on things that they shouldn't well, be spending money on. That. I don't do that. I save my money. I don't eat out every day. I'm just saying, like, yeah, sure, but you're assuming that I'm like, you're saying I'm saying everyone should just get to sit around and do nothing and make money. That's not what I'm saying. Those people couldn't cut it in college anyway, even if if it was free. So, who cares? Uh, Yeah, that's not. But if college was free, are you saying college should be free? I don't know if college should be free or not, which also is my point. All of you capitalists have all the answers. It shouldn't be free. It should be capitalism. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know either. I don't know either. But we have- It cost what it costs right now. I don't know that. Okay. We agree there. For sure. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It's incredibly inflated. But that's because, like I said, the government backed the loans. So colleges just kept raising rates, raising rates because they could get it. Well, our government is, oh, that sounds like a government and a right. economic system problem. Yeah, for sure. That is. our capitalist government, yeah. what economic, our democratic government has with the economic system. Yeah. So we can fix it. I'm not saying we got to like, Go find a hobo on the street and send him to Yale. No, but obviously not. That like, not work out well. Let's fix something. We could do better. Oh, for sure we could do better. I'm all about doing better. That's uh, that is how I live my life every day. I want to be better. I want to be a better person. I want to be a better husband, a better father. Like I, I just want to be better. So I get what you're saying there. Of course we could be better. Uh, I just don't know what the answer is. Yeah, unfortunately. Sure, I don't either. I don't. I don't, I don't know what the answer is, I but I think capitalism is the the best solution that we have right now because it it incentivizes both both parties. I'm just saying, let the Brits go into chaos. Maybe let's yeah, let them be. try a different yeah. system. Yeah, and, let them try yeah, it first. Why not? Well, they. I mean, they did. <laughs> they did it first. And then they came over here and did it. So yeah. might as well let them try it yeah. first as well. I'll sit here with my regular Amazon Prime orders yeah. living high on Amazing the hog. <laughs> yeah. Just give it money to Jeff 
Bezos, even though you hate him so much. <laughs> Let those European retards figure it out. <laughs> I love you. Love you too. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.